Well, hello, everybody. Welcome. Another podcast, Inside Polling. It's been a week. I know, I know. I've been getting yelled at every day. Where's your podcast? Where's your podcast? Um, but listen, sometimes it's good to uh, let the polls add up. And uh, I'm going to be able to come. I'm, I'm coming with you today with a lot of polls. I'm even going to skip Trump's approval today and jump right to the general election. And, of course, uh, maybe even more importantly, the state polls. But uh, thanks so much for everybody. Uh, we are uh, rocketing on, on Twitter, and the podcast has been growing, even though I haven't even done uh, a new one in about a week. But thanks uh, so much for all the new listeners. We really appreciate it. And of course, um, all of my, uh, my viewers or listeners that uh, are with me every day, we appreciate it. Thanks for all the support. Thanks for all the questions. By the way, feel free. Message me on Twitter. Send me a question. Um, if there's something that you you know you want answered, or maybe this is your first go around in politics, and I know it can be confusing, but uh, send me a message, and we'll you know we'll take a look at it and get right right back to you. And and, and if it's a great question, I'll even add it to the podcast. So uh, who are we uh, for all the new listeners? Uh, inside polling. You can, you can look at our uh, Twitter on Inside Polling 1. You can also, if you're really interested in all the data, the charts, all the history, uh, you can go to InsidePolling.com. Uh, we'd love to have you there and take a look. Uh, it's a great site, easy to read, real quick and easy. And, of course, you want to dig into all the data, it's there also. Uh, I want to just talk a little bit about one of the most important things you know what we do we don't put ads on this podcast we don't put ads on our on our website like everybody else uh, we are totally nonpartisan, right down the middle we're here to give you the facts um i am not going to give too much of my own opinion and uh, i think it's most important to hear the numbers and and i try to break down the numbers on which numbers may be good which numbers may not be the best uh, everyone does it a little differently, but I think we're right down the middle. And if you're a Biden supporter, you may love some of my polls and hate some of my polls in, in the same way uh, if you're a Trump supporter. Um, so let's get to it. It's been a little while, and uh, maybe what we'll do is, you know, we'll we'll take it from the, the backside and, and bring it. We'll take it from the oldest polls and, and bring it to the most current. A few updates on the race. Uh, you know, my messages are blowing up with, you know, is the race tightening? Everybody, and I've, and listen, I was way in front of it. Way in front of it. 538, real clear. They missed the boat. They're just now catching up now. And, of course, everybody's like, wow, is the race tightening? And, yeah, just listen to our podcast. You'll be on top of it two weeks ago. I notice I notice trends in one day, and we don't jump to conclusions to say one poll is going to make a difference. But at the same time, you see a poll squeeze a little bit. Well, to me, that's important. 
and who the polling company is important. Uh, so the the race is tightening. There's no doubt about it. I know there's been a little flack, but I think people are finally coming around. Real Clear's got uh, Biden up by uh, six points right now. Five thirty-eight has it around, you know, six point eight seven, and I'm right around seven and a half, eight-ish. I am changing my uh, averages to fourteen days. Two biggest changes that we've made is I am not going to include polls that are just adults. I am only going to uh, put into our averages polling companies that use likely voters or registered voters. And soon I'll be eliminating registered voters as, as we get to the fall. September 1st, I'll probably pull the trigger on that. So let's get to the numbers. Let's start with, um, uh, let's get going with Rasmussen. Okay, this was a poll that popped out about six days ago. And I know, you know, the Dems don't like Rasmussen poll. Rasmussen poll, I understand. 45 Trump, 48 Biden. Interesting. They use likely voters, which we love. So YouGov, an economist, comes right behind it uh, a day or two later and has Trump at 40, Biden 49. Okay. No change on that from the last poll a week before. On the Rasmussen, by the way, Trump was plus three since their last poll. So Reuters comes out, and what Reuters does is they want to have 100% in the poll. And you say, well, of course, it has to be 100%, right? Well, remember, the third party took 6% last time. You're, you're not going to have a, you know, a realistic way to think about it is Trump and Biden are never going to add up to 100. You're going to have 4, 5, 6, 7% on this, uh, in a third party candidate. So this poll, I'm not crazy about this IPSOS Reuters poll. This is 44 Trump, 56 Biden. Come on, guys. That adds up to 100. What, is there no undecided? What, is there no one going for a third party? We know that's not true. But I want to give you that poll. Trump is a plus one in that since the last time. Let's go to Investors Business Daily. Trump 41, Biden 48. Seven-point lead for Biden. Beacon Research, 41-48. Are you starting to hear a trend here? The last two polls, 41-48, plus seven Biden. I think that's about where we are. I've been saying it. Last time you heard me, what did I say? Seven, eight, nine? It's right there. Um, morning consult had 51 Biden, Trump 42. So Biden with a nine point lead there. And remember what we discussed last week and two weeks ago and three weeks ago, I took a little hell for it. The undecideds are growing. The undecideds are growing. 
love Trump, hate Trump, love Biden, hate Biden. There is no doubt that the undecideds are growing. As the candidates get out there, people don't like them even more. Look what happened in the race in 16. I think Trump's approval rating was like 41, 42, and so was Hillary. I mean, they both were underwater. You know, the smartest thing Biden's doing right now is not being out because the more he's going to get out, the more his negatives will rise. It's just how it goes. People love to hate candidates. Um, let's get going here to um, Harris X. They use registered voters. This came out two days ago. 40 Trump, 43 Biden. Now, there we go. 83. 17% undecided. 17% undecided. But Reuters wants to be 100. Well, how does that make any sense? How does Reuters do that? How, how do they do that? So... 4043 for Harris X. Research company. 42 Trump, 53 Biden. 11 point Biden lead using likely voters. Global strategies. 45 Trump, Biden, 49. So for the heck of it, let me just run through all of these numbers. Let me take Trump's numbers first and we'll get an idea. 41, 41, 42, 40, 42, 45, 44, 40, 45. What's the average? 43-ish? Let's run through Biden's. 48, 48, 51, 49, 53, 43, 56, 49, 48. So what's the average? 48, 49? So, you know, it's, 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 it's tightening. Right, let's make that official. I mean, when real clear starts showing you six six point difference, it's tightening. All right. Anyway, let's get to the states. Yes, you know, for the for the for the people who are not, you know, don't follow politics every day. The popular vote doesn't mean much. I mean, obviously, Trump lost by three three points in the popular vote and won by the states, and that's what we're going to read next. So let me just take it from the uh, let's take it from the backside. Guys, I gotta tell you something. <laughs> the craziest thing happened. Um so Hodis and Associates, okay, um, does a does a poll for restoration pack. Okay, it's just a pack that that does does their own polling. It's a Republican pack. So, what happens? Uh, 
This was like five days ago. So Restoration Pack puts out these numbers. HOTUS does the actual poll, and that's what happens. CBS, they don't do their own poll. CNN doesn't do the poll. Fox doesn't do the poll. They hire people to do their polls. So Restoration Pack hires HOTUS to do their polling. So this is obviously a Republican-leaning pack and, and, and a poll. Okay. So they put out a bunch of numbers. It's released. They put it out once every month. I've seen the the Mays, the Junes, and they release their Julys. Now, they didn't supposedly mean to release it, but it's released. Everybody picks it up. And if you notice on my Twitter, I always have down below the link. And on my website, if you ever have a question of where the data came from, just click, click the polling company and the, and the link to all the data comes up. Same on my Twitter. So I don't just put out a number. I always put out down below the, my, the final thing on the tweet is the link. Click the link and you can get your own data. So on the data, it had the July numbers. Okay, we, and we had just gone, basically it was like August 2nd. That's how they do it. They'll show their three-day-old data. It generally pops out on, uh, so when I read you a, when I read you a poll that, that came out released today, that polling data is from days ago. So HOTUS and Restoration Pack comes out with these numbers. What happens? I put out the numbers. 538 puts out the numbers. Everybody raced around social media. I get this message. I don't know. I had about I had about 100 retweets on this. So I get a message, and it says, hey, these numbers are uh, actually wrong. We're coming out with our, our, our numbers tomorrow. Tomorrow? What are you talking about? I said, you, you, the numbers are out, so I contact them. I contact Restoration Pack, and I say, guys, I've got your numbers. I've got your data. I've got your cross tabs. I've got everything. It says July on the bottom. So I say, you got to release these numbers right now. If, if they're wrong, show us the real numbers. Why are you waiting till tomorrow? So anyway, hell breaks loose. And they release the polls. I ask them, listen, can you at least tell me what time you're going to release it? No answer. So 6.30 a.m., the numbers come out. They were favoring Trump by about one point in each of them. But anyway, I outed them, and, um, and it was very interesting how all of a sudden polling numbers can change overnight. Not that it was any really big deal. I mean, it was basically Trump added one point per, per each one. But let me read you the numbers anyway. So uh, let's take it here. So Michigan. 51 Biden, 40 Trump. That's a Trump plus two since last time um, for the June numbers. But 51, 40, I'll tell you, Trump is having a hard time in Michigan. I mean, I said it here, I think, last week. I don't think he's going to win Michigan. I think it's going to be a Biden state. But he just can't gain any traction there. Very, very... To get a, we don't see many tight numbers. Let's put it that way. 
That's an 11-point lead right there. Uh, remember, this is a Republican polling group doing this. Now, obviously, the polling company is not is supposed to be fair and down the middle. Wisconsin, ready for this? 50 for Biden, 38 Trump. I mean, ouch. This is a this is a, you know Biden supposedly lost three points in this from their from their June. Okay, in Pennsylvania, fifty for Biden, forty four for Trump, plus six there for uh, for Biden. Trump is also a plus two. Basically, what they what they tried to show here is that Trump was up in all three of these polls since the last time. But anyway, I just wanted to give you the background on that. Because I'm going to be fair and I'm going to be balanced. I'm just going to show you. I don't care if it's a Republican poll, a Democratic poll. You know, I, I'm just going to tell you exactly what it is. And that that was that was very strange, very strange. Anyway, we got Zogby came out, and uh, this is in Florida, 43-43 tie. This is uh, likely voters. Zogby comes out in Ohio. 43 Biden, 41 Trump. Biden, two-point lead in Ohio from Zogby. Zogby comes back with Pennsylvania. 44 Biden, 43 Trump. Think, think things are getting a little tight. Biden plus one in Pennsylvania. North Carolina, 44 Biden, 40 for Trump. Four-point lead for Biden. North Carolina. North Carolina, I've been, I've been saying this all along. Wait till election night in North Carolina. This thing's going to come right down to the wire. Someone's going to win this by less than a percent. Uh, not that this matters too much, but I'll give it to you anyway. Uh, MRG in Hawaii, 56 Biden, 29 Trump. Wow, big undecided. Iowa, Monmouth came out. It's a good polling group. Biden, 45. Trump, 48. Iowa, Monmouth, using likely voters. Trump plus three in Iowa. Um, let me run you down some more. So let's see. Yesterday, PPP came out in Kansas using registered voters. Trump 50, Biden 43. Trump seven-point lead in Kansas. Let's see. Trafalgar. This is one of my favorite polls. I'm going to flip-flop on you now. This poll, uh, some people say it leans Republican. Um, I don't doubt it by a hair. But this is the only group that predicted Trump's victory in the Rust Belt. And I don't care what anybody says. If this, if this group picked the Rust Belt, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan... And they did that. I respect them. Texas, 49 Trump, 43 Biden, six-point lead for Trump, likely voters. Jorgensen, by the way, third-party candidate, two points. Uh, RMG did Utah, 50 Trump, 31 Biden. Uh, Jorgensen, three, Hawkins, one. That's another th uh, third-party candidate. So what's that, 19-point lead in Utah? That's about right. Uh, let's see what else I have for you. Ch -ch -ch -ch. 
I have a uh, Quinnipiac came out. This is this was fascinating because first of all, Quinnipiac, you're talking about a Democratic poll. They have to be number one. Everybody loves De- everybody loves Quinnipiac, but wow, I mean, Quinnipiac to me, there's Rasmussen on one side and there's Quinnipiac on the other. I don't know. Tough to take both of them super serious. But Quinnipiac, here we go. South Carolina, 47 Trump, 42 Biden. Now, this is South Carolina. Trump's going to win that. This is just showing five-point lead. These They use registered voters, by the way. I mean, Quinnipiac, come on. Time to get the likely voters, isn't it? Now, I'm going to give you Kentucky, 50 Trump, 41 Biden. Nine-point lead in Kentucky. Trump's going to win Kentucky. We know that already. Maine, we know that Biden's going to win Maine. Remember, remember this. I want you to remember this all the way to election night. Inside polling talked about this months ahead of time. Remember, Maine has electoral votes, but they also get broken down. Trump won one congressional district. It's called Maine 2. You'll see it sometimes as ME-2. Now remember this. Biden can win Maine, but Maine 2, Trump can win one electoral vote. I know you say that's silly. But listen, this thing could easily come down to a tie and uh, 269 to 269. And these one one electoral votes are going to matter. Uh, Nebraska has it. Maine has it. Just remember this. I talk about it all the time. So let's go through Maine 1. Okay, it's the Portland area. 57, excuse me, 52 Biden, 37 Trump. So you say, well, I'm sorry. Maine is 52. All of Maine is 52-37. Maine 1 is 61. Biden, 30 for Trump. Okay? So you say, well, Maine 2, this is easy. As a matter of fact, they, people have started polling Maine 2 because how important it is. And Biden actually has had a, a little sneaky lead there. Well, look at this. This is Quinnipiac. Maine 2, 45 Trump, 44 Biden. One-point lead for Trump in Maine, too. Super, super critical. So that was Quinnipiac's four polls. Data for progress came out. Let's see. They did North Carolina, Maine, Iowa, and Arizona. So let's, let's do data for progress, and they use likely voters, much bigger numbers. They use about 1,200 likely voters. North Carolina, 46 Biden, 44 Trump. Biden plus two. Boy, North Carolina, holy smokes. Maine, 49 Biden, 42 Trump. Now we flip the other way. Iowa, 44 Trump, 42 Biden. Trump with a two-point lead in Iowa. Trump's going to win Iowa. Arizona. I've been talking about this. Trump is, well, we know the Senate candidate out there is having a hard time on the Republican side. McSally out there really struggling, uh, trying to gain traction on Kelly. But Trump is just starting to get a hair of momentum in Arizona, a, a touch. Four, let's see, we've got 45 Biden and 43 Trump. Two-point lead in Arizona for Biden. 
So, wow, lots of numbers. Sorry to keep you going all, all uh, for a long podcast here. I like to keep them short and quick, but we had a lot to jump on. So overall, you know, we look at it, um, you know, we look at the popular vote, you know, what's it, 48, 42, 48, 41, 49, 42. You know, it's a, this is a six, seven, eight point race right now. And it was eight, nine, 10 before. So it's nipped up a little bit. In some of these states, you know, we're starting to see this race come together. We've, we've, we've all talked about it, and, and I know on, their, on your messages, we've gone kind of, you know, I chatted offline. And, and by the way, shoot me a message. I'd love to chat offline with you on some of this stuff. But some of the states are coming to, are getting to be critical. I mean, North Carolina, we know what that's going to be. Florida, we know what that's going to be. Uh, Ohio is going to Trump. Iowa is going to Trump. Colorado, going to Biden. Nevada, no one's even polling there. Arizona, you know, Trump won that by three. Can he can he catch Biden at the end in Arizona? If he does, he's, he's super dangerous. And, of course, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, I mean, holy smokes, and Michigan, which I think Trump's going to struggle there, but we're going to find out. We're going to keep watching these polls. So listen, we really appreciate you joining us. Uh, InsidePolling.com for all the data. InsidePolling1 on Twitter. Shoot me a message there. Love to chat. And uh, I have a feeling I didn't even get to Trump approvals. I didn't even get to some of the Senate races. Let's come back tomorrow. Do it again. And uh, I'll get you an update. We'll go through all the averages. And uh, we'll chat soon, okay? Listen, I hope everybody has a good day. And uh, everyone be well. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. We'll be right back.